visit the Downtown Den, join us through our website, all the W's, downtowninbusiness.com. Stay in, stay safe, visit the Downtown Den. Okay, I'm delighted to be joined in the Downtown Den now by Gemma Gowan. Gemma is um, part of the burgeoning hospitality sector in Liverpool and uh, the Liverpool Hospitality Association. Obviously, that sector was one of the first into uh, the crisis as far as the uh, coronavirus was concerned. Uh, and Gemma, I know that um, you find it quite frustrating working at home at the moment, but just tell me what so far the impact of this has been on, on your business. Well, I think um, to start off with, it, it was the uncertainty, which still remains. But on that first week of when um, it seemed to be, you know, the world was starting to kind of slow down, especially in the UK, being told to just avoid bars and restaurants was just such a major concern on that day because we didn't know whether to open, didn't know whether to close, didn't know what to do with the staff. Um, and I think because it was so unprecedented, nobody knew the answers and you couldn't turn to anybody. So that was, you know, when staff are asking you for, um, or your team members are calling you or emailing you or, or wanting to speak to you to find out what's going on, and you've just got no answers to them. Like, I love a problem, and I love solving problems. Oh, yeah. This is one of those things that nothing that you could do about it. Um, so the, that first week was, was horrendous, worrying about my own family, worrying about my own parents, worrying about my business, and not knowing what order to put that worry in. Because mm. you start worrying your business and then my god i've got a mum and dad there i should be worried about them so yeah. you start with your mum and dad and then you think i've got a team there i should be worried about them i'm just not knowing what to do it, it was horrible you know i spent a lot of time crying I spent a lot of time annoyed um and frustrated really and um I'm, i seem to be coming over that a little bit now i'm kind of a bit scared that i'm getting used to being in the house <laughs> i just hope when i go out again i've managed to be able to speak to people and don't enjoy and um, being a recluse too much <laughs> and in terms of i mean that initial shock obviously hit your sector hard uh, and clearly Gemma, you weren't on your own in feeling that frustration a little bit of anger as well i guess at the ambiguity i suppose of of government advice because they were saying to people don't go to pubs, don't go out, don't go to the hospitality venues. But equally, they weren't giving you clear instructions to close down at that stage. No, I think I was pleased as well because using a little bit of common sense, you could see what had happened across the world. We weren't the first for this to have hit. Um, so you could see that the government can't do everything on one day and give answers to everyone on one day. So as soon as they kind of give the hint that to avoid bars and restaurants, I kind of knew that they'd have to give some support um, and thankfully that was only 24 hours later so it wasn't too long to wait but waiting for those like quarter to five five o'clock news things in the first week mm. um, you know just hanging on every word to see how it was going to affect you and what answers then you could pass on to your team mm. and pass on to your customers as well because mm. we've got so many brides and grooms that just don't you know just so uncertain and again looking to us for answers mm. but we're getting the answers at the same time they are mm. you know just by watching the news yeah uh, and i suppose the other relief for you Gemma, when the chancellor came up with this package of support was that it then gave you a clear route out of the the, the crisis yeah. um but i suppose important question to ask is 
have you found accessing that support to be relatively easy? No. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, it's, I've been part of a WhatsApp group in Liverpool, like the Liverpool Hospitality, um, a lot of business owners and that in the community. And I found um, I've been getting a lot of support from them, really. And I know it might sound really daft, but knowing everybody is as worried as me kind of makes you feel a little bit more relieved mm. because yeah. you know that there's nothing that you're not doing mm. or there's nothing that you should be doing. And also the fact that when this is all over, we are, I think we'll be a tighter community. Mm. I think in the past, a lot of bars and restaurants probably, and hotels probably saw each other as competition. Whereas now, you know, that definitely won't be the case. I think, I think we'll find a lot of friend, friendships out of this as well. And we'll be able to support each other's business, which will only be a good thing for Liverpool, really. Yeah. Out of all negatives come positives, don't they? Um, <laughs> as an Evertonian, I know this, you see. Um, <laughs> you should do up on that. <laughs> so, so just in terms of that financial help that's available, yeah. uh, what have you been able to access at this point? Well, we've obviously we've got the grant that based on your rateable value that we've been able to put in for. We put in for that. I think it was last Wednesday. Yeah. Um, Liverpool Council put that online. We filled that in. I haven't heard anything back yet, but I can imagine that um, with the influx of um, applications, it might be a week or two before we we see that starting to filter through. Um, we've obviously had to furlough some some of our team, um, which you know isn't i wish you didn't have to but knowing that the support is there um for them to be able to get through the next few months they you know they're really pleased by that um and i think that with regards to i've applied to my bank for a loan um if obviously the government is great in the support that they're giving to the team um but i've obviously got my own personal expenses that you know my own mortgage my own family um you know income is has basically disappeared mm. because i'm a director of a business um, and pay myself on a small salary and then the rest through dividends through profit that we make mm. you know virtually virtually nothing each mm. month really that's going to be coming through so I, will, I have applied for a loan um to see me through because once we open again I think, you know, people that are in business don't realise that um, the staff overheads are covered in that. And I know there'll be no VAT, there'll be no um, suppliers that need paying. But that builds up, I think, in people's confidence in coming back to bars and restaurants, even when we are allowed to open, might not be there for some time. Mm. You know, we've got a lot of, what a lot of predominantly the Isle of Gladstone's business is weddings. Mm. Um, and a lot of people, even like July, August, September, October, are asking to move to next year. Um, and I saw Martin Lewis on, is it Martin Lewis? The, the money yeah, man on? the finance guy, on yeah. This, yeah, on this morning the other day, it said um, someone had rang about, uh, you know, should they move their wedding? Mm. And his advice was, yeah, you know, you should move your wedding from August this year, move it to next year. Um, and, you know, the, the wedding venue won't be out of pocket because they're getting that booking again. And I'm thinking, this is a money man saying this. No, we're not. We're losing that date again next yeah, year. Yeah. So it's a double whammy, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, a lot of people will be scaling back their events as well because they'll still want to get married. But are they going to go for the upgrade on food? Are they going to yeah, go yeah. for the upgrade on wine? Mm. Are they going to reduce the numbers? So even though we may keep those um, bookings to next year, you know, the, the spend per head in a, you know, 
percent handed so bluntly as that it's probably going to be a lot lower than it was this year but then you start thinking like that and you think the world's in chaos people mm. are you know people are dying you know families are getting split up by everything that's going on and here's me thinking about spend the head and you know you feel like slapping yourself in the face and thinking there's bigger things to worry about <laughs> at the minute but then you know it's all going to come to an end and people are going to be looking to you for answers so you know you go round in that circle constantly but i think crucially jenna you know and this is the the point that we hope we all have to to bear in mind as we're coming through this is that you know once we do get to the other side of this horrible situation there needs to be an economic platform to build on and I yeah. think that's why the Chancellor has been um, careful in terms of the way he's trying to manage this crisis, throw an awful lot of money at it, yes. But equally, yeah. if we don't have that platform, then, you know, this crisis turns into something that's going to be far yeah. longer term. Uh, and actually, you know, if you look at some of the commentary over the weekend in some of the newspapers, scientists and medical advisors now suggesting that we're going to see deaths in other areas of society through poverty deprivation through suicide yeah. rates going up so i think the questions that you're asking are not only relevant but important because actually yeah. if business owners don't prepare now for what comes next then we're going to get off to a false start rather than being able to hit the ground running i think for me uncertainty is always that my biggest anxiety you know, as I say, I can deal with any problems that life throw at me as long as I can deal with them. Yeah. But when everything's so uncertain and you're just waiting for news, waiting to find out, you know, basically the Isle of Gladstone's been mothballed now and I can't see, you know, that's going to be a good few months before, you know, even when we are allowed to open that business can start trading again. And you think, who's really going to want to go to an event? with the worries in the back of the mind, you know, do you have to go to somebody's birthday party? Do you have to go to a wedding? You know, you, you, know, you don't. So even though um, when we are all allowed back out, you know, people aren't gonna, um, I'm probably gonna be attending these events for quite some time. I think there'll be a lot of parties as soon as we do, you know, we <laughs> do open. And, you know, as a business owner, it's hard because I, I you know, I obviously still wanna carry on promoting the Isle of Gladstone as a venue. But at the moment, I just think it's really insensitive of how I was going to start advertising. You know, do you want to book a wedding or do you want to book a party? You know, it's quite crude, really, isn't it? But then do I just press pause until I'm allowed to and then worry? You know, I really, really don't know what to do. It is. It's, uh, I think a lot of businesses are feeling this way, sort of between yeah. a rock and a hard place. And, and clearly, we do have to keep one eye on the future. As I say, if we don't yeah. do that, then we're going to come out of this crisis in, in not a particularly uh, good state. So for me, you know, it's not business as usual, of course, it can't no. be. But we still need to be talking about the future. We need to be talking positively about how we can promote and market what our product is. Uh, because, as I say, we want to hit the ground running. We want people to hit the ground running when we come out of this. Because mm -hmm. ultimately, Gemma, you know, the worst thing that can happen is for hospitality venues such as your own, to have that slow start and yeah. then you're finding that you're having to lay people off and by that point there won't be that government help and no. support for them yeah 80 you know, salary is only going to last whilst the shutdown takes place so if yeah. people come out of this and they're not able to as i say hit the ground running then you're going to be making an awful lot of people unemployed across the country so for me you know it isn't insensitive 
I think it's practical and pragmatic to actually yeah. have a plan in place to say, right, this is where we're going next. I do take your point though, and it's going to be interesting, isn't it, to see whether there has been a culture shift in terms of people wanting to congregate in big numbers. And for yeah. a venue such as the Isle of Gladstone, that is going to be a, a crucial yeah. point. I think weddings is obviously probably day and evening, daytime guests, whether you're close family and that you are going to go. But the likes of, um, we do a lot of charity events. So um, are they really going to, or, or, you know, corporate events? Is the right thing really in three months, four months time to be booking a corporate dinner and inviting 200 people to it? You know, it was like the time of the financial crash. All the banks stopped doing corporate activity because it was frowned upon sharing and spending money. But it'll be the opposite to this this time. It'll be, you know, we can't be seen to be promoting 300 people to gather in a room. It's insensitive. Yeah. So we might keep the weddings, um, but all our corporate guests, um, you know, and our large parties that don't have to happen, you know, we'll probably see quite a, a massive decline in that. Mm. Hey. And the football as well. We do a lot of football yeah, hospitality. Yeah. And I'd say 80% of the guests that attend the Isle of Gladstone on a match day fly in mm. um, or have travelled far and wide from around the country. Mm. You know, are they going to come? You know, mm. it's, um, it's a hard one, hard one to say, really. Mm. And when's that going to be? You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. as but an Everton, I'm probably yeah. really pleased the season's yeah. kind of come to a standstill. But... <laughs> yeah. For us, um, Liverpoolians, we wanted to see um, see a positive end. Yeah, well, I'm sure that will happen at some stage, and hopefully yeah. not not too far away. Uh, but I think again, a great point that you raised there about international travel, because I can't yeah. imagine that's going to go back to normal anytime soon. You know, there will be additional checks, I'm guessing, at borders for both coming in and out of the country, and then it's whether those countries actually encourage people to go away on yeah. trips that are non-essential, which I guess, you know, the match, I know some of us think it's religion, but football is yeah. a non-essential activity. And yeah. final point, Gemma, uh, I mean, I think you've made some, some really pertinent points this morning, if I may say, because you've talked very honestly and openly, I think about the dilemmas that many business owners are facing at the moment and are thinking about at the moment, because like you say, we've all got families to care about. We do care about the health of our communities. Uh, but as I said, nonetheless, if we don't start thinking about the success of our economic future, then, you know, we're not just talking about our own individual livelihoods here. We're talking yeah. about the livelihoods of the people that work for us. Um, so, you know, if you can just put your business hat on and put to one side those other obvious concerns that you have, for the people around you. Yeah. Um, what would you hope September, October, November looks like for, for the Isle of Gladstone, assuming that the government's policy of lockdown uh, is positive? I think, you know, for us, we are moving a lot of our events at the moment. Um, a lot of people are wanting to move to next year, but some people are wanting to obviously continue with their events and weddings this year. So we're hoping that once we are allowed to reopen, and again, it's when we are allowed to reopen, um, is having back-to-back -back events and you know so many hours that the staff are delighted to be getting their, their money back in the in the bank account. 
um, that's you know how I'd I'd really really like to see it. Um, and again, we are me and the team are still working with like a bit of a marketing plan for when we are ready to open. But again, at the moment, I can't you know I can't advertise anything like that on on social media because it'd be you know it's really insensitive. You know, I wouldn't feel right doing it but when the timing's right. You know, we will. We've had so many funerals. The, the worst events for us that we have, we've had to postpone are the funerals. And um, we had about three or four in the first week that we've had to um, cancel, you know, when we were, when we were yeah. told that we had to close. Mm. And it was horrendous. Yeah. You know, you think these poor people that um, just can't say goodbye to their loved ones. Yeah. So, you know, we've invited them all back for a celebration of life when the timing's right. Yeah. which you know could probably be quite nice for them rather than um having the doom and gloom all in one day is seen as a celebration then mm. so we will be hoping to be able to do that for a lot of people once we reopen mm. and we'll be able to promote that to people not in a in a money-making way but more in a community way because there'll be i know of so many people that have passed away in the past couple of weeks not through this virus but just through other other means that can't have funerals so we were hoping to do a lot of celebrations of life which can be seen as a positive thing, hopefully, yeah. um, and things for people to, to get together and, and enjoy being allowed to be together again. But we will be doing it a good marketing plan. We will be, um, I think the team are really excited about getting, um, getting back into work and getting around people and hopefully there'll be a lot of positivity. Um, there was a lot of negativity last year with, you know, people weren't spending as much money and, and stuff, whereas now, hopefully the only thing that you can hope for is that people come out of this positively and want to have events and want to celebrate and you know and we can we can be a major part of that really for them great Gemma thanks for your time today and no worries. Uh, thank you I, I mean I think you know what you've uh, demonstrated is that like most business owners that I spoke to during this period uh, your principal concern actually has been your staff and yeah. the team that you work with uh, then as you rightly said the community and then you get round to thinking about your business, and yeah. uh, you've uh, you've articulated that in a, a very effective way uh, today. So thanks for that, and hopefully, uh, as we go through the next uh, couple of months, we can get you back on and, and let's have a chat about yeah, that uh, that yeah. marketing plan once it's it's up in place. Because the Isle of Gladstone, one of Liverpool's jewel in the crowns, people don't know uh, Liverpool or don't know where it is. Uh, then it's bang in between the uh, the two football stadia, a little bit closer to, uh, to to Liverpool Football Club, but nonetheless a great venue. And as you say, used for many charitable events, which I've had the pleasure to attend. And it's always a great, great venue. So good luck for the future, Gemma. Oh, sure, you, you'll come thank through you. this stronger than ever. And as I say, thank we'll uh, hopefully speak to you again very soon. Oh, that's great. Thanks, Frank. Cheers, Gemma. Thank you. Bye. 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 And that's Gemma McGowan, the latest hospitality uh, sector uh, representative to join us in the downtown den. Uh, and I think, you know, talking passionately there about some of her genuine concerns, not just in terms of business, but about the community that she operates in. And great to hear, um, you know, a young female entrepreneur from Liverpool who is demonstrating, I think, um, that balance that is needed at this time between ensuring that your business is resilient and can come out of this thing um, hitting the ground running um, with uh, that natural concern and empathy um, for the people who work for you, 
uh, and for the wider community.